here tapping in with kwjt puget sound from space i'm over here with Corey. you're tapping in with tavars and sliding with solana you're like a living meme <laughs> you already know what's going on brother i'm a transmitter no pun intended hey you guys already know you're over here grooving with the south it's kwjt um and uh, another exciting week is uh, is upon us so uh before I get the episode started, I just want to thank all the viewers at home, especially the Trade Life extended family that came through, showed up, and showed out, and showed us so much love on this past interview uh, with Juno June. Shout out to them. We love y'all. Um, also, another shout out to our uh, sponsor, Tranquil Forest, Pure Love. We're over here smoking on the finest, on the finest podcast in the city. So, yeah, that's that trendsetter and that jelly bark. Um Without a further ado, let me introduce you guys to our new guest. Another Trey Life member that goes by the name of Los. Happy to be here. That was perfect, honestly. I know, I like I fucked with it, but I didn't think he was gonna come to just an abrupt end. He'd be like uh Shakespeare. That was here. a little uh, abrupt? No, no, yeah, we're gonna get into it. I was just you'd be Shakespeare sometimes. So. Oh yeah, you know, sometimes I have to be poetic. That especially when someone like Los is in the building, oh. who is a wordsmith, silver tongue, like I like to say. Um, yeah, let's get into it. Let's jump into it. I got brother rolling up right here. We got uh, brother Los in the building. Let's talk about that project you dropped at, uh, towards the uh, end of the year last year. Lost in My Ways. That was my first project. Um, crazy, bro. Um, I don't know how I feel, felt about that one. I don't know. It was cool. I don't know if you guys listened to the whole thing. It was more of a, um, a storytelling project. Oh, that is perfect that you bring that up. I don't. I don't mean to cut you off, but I want to. I want to mention the first song um, that's on the project, uh, "Life in the Way." Um, yeah, bro. Uh, with yeah. Ronnie Stone, yeah. who is your brother. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to talk about the connection you two have in. Uh, how you are able to reflect on that kind of song because I took it two ways. I took it as either um, you were expressing life was in the way at the moment, you know, not to speak directly to the song, but also or uh, expressing the way of life. So how do you feel about that song in um, introducing uh, us to your wordsmith and um, how you create uh how how you be creative? Shoot. Well, that's the first time I heard about it uh, like that. I was actually talking about, when I say life in the way, I was actually talking about fed away. In the way? Like, fed way. Fed away, yeah. Oh. That's the way I was going about it. Mm. That's the first time I heard about it like that. Um, um, that song isn't really even about me, bro. I took off, I usually take what I see uh, happening around me. I probably take little bit here and a little bit there from people I know from people I don't know and I just write kind of active if it was me or you know how they would feel or how I would feel if I was in their shoes and I just write about it what the fuck yeah uh where do you think that um that ability of just showing uh, a different perspective of uh, storytelling came from Shoot, I'm honest. We hope so. <laughs> uh, I think slim, bro. Slim shady. Mm. I grew up on a lot of. Uh, I ain't even gonna cap, bro. I grew up off a lot of Eminem when he was coming up. I remember watching that dude up on when he was all over MTV, getting hated on. And then next to my dad, just. Sat there, watched every one of his videos, and I don't know what it was, bro. He thought it was hella funny, so I sat there, and man, the songs that really got me was the songs when he was talking about, you know, some real shit, like mm-hmm. his mom, his mom, cleaning out the closet type. Mm-hmm. I was only like in elementary, still 
but I still understood this shit. Mm-hmm. Crazy. I just liked his uh, storytelling, and now it's like J. Cole. Mm. Niggas, niggas like J. Cole or niggas like Jordan Lucas. Just niggas that can paint a picture, really. Yeah. Is, is what I really uh, like to tune into. So and you're... That's where I get it from. Oh. So you're like a, a real rapper, rapper, they would say. Uh, oh. Would you categorize yourself like that? Or how do you how do you feel like you approach music when you make music? A storyteller. I just like telling stories, bro. I think that's what, how I would describe my um, my style. Yeah. Yeah. A painter of words for everybody at home who don't understand. You're really deadly with imagery. I just I love that we broke that down for everybody at home, like to be able to understand, like, what you're doing. Um, a lot of, like, I'm not too, uh, before before me and y'all, I'm not too uh, informed on, like, Micronesian artists or anything like that. But, like, I feel like island people are really, really in tune with uh, how they speak in um, the form of music, you know? We have a lot of levels to, like, what we're doing out here. Um, but something I've always noticed, like, growing up, is that we are fans of people who can storytell, mm. um, orators, you know. Um, uh, for the people at home who don't know, can you please uh, let them know where you hail from and um, uh, how that impacted your life growing up? To uh, my mom, she's Marshallese. She's from the Marshall Islands. I was born and raised here in Federal Way. My dad, I never knew my dad. My dad is Fijian, though. Um, I was, I was raised on my mom's side though, my whole life, so. Shit, I wish I knew Fiji and I would have spoke that shit too, but no, that's, that's what I am. That's basically it. I grew up on my mom's side. Uh, shoot, I was raised out there for a little bit. Right when I was born, they, I went uh lived with my grandparents out on the islands. Mm. Right until I was like five, six, and I came back. Uh, do you remember anything from that time? Very little. Very little? Very little. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I just remember like, being so hot. Just as a kid, yeah. just always yeah. hella warm. It's hella warm, even when it rains. Mm. Even when it rains, it's warm. When, it, when it's uh, raining, I get niggas just love going outside like it's a shower. Just go play. Because it's just like 70 degrees. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, that's different. Do you think um, being, do you categorize yourself as an immigrant? Uh or just uh, being that you've immigrated, do you think you uh, hold different values as uh, how you approach uh, life? Uh, I don't. I don't think so. I don't really take myself as an immigrant because I've I've been here yeah. most of my life, uh, and I don't really remember the times over there. So mm-hmm. I, I, I remember a lot of times here. Yeah. So I can't say I'm an immigrant, but I do like. Supported tough, yeah. Uh, my mom and them. That's. I was, that's just, it. I was just curious because yeah. it just uh, just people I have talked to that have immigrated from different uh, parts of the world say that th- it's helped in the, like their family structure and just staying motivated. So I was just curious if mm. that played any part. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure it's the same thing with you and, mm-hmm. and you know the families and all that immigrants. Same with all minorities. Yeah. All I'm pretty sure it's the same. But yeah. Does play a big part. Um, the culture plays a big part, you know, respect and respecting others and all that. That's pretty much it. I think you know what I mean. I don't know how to. Oh no, for sure. You might have to. Oh, we 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 live in an interesting dynamic um, because as you and I are, we both were born here, mm. um, but. Uh, I feel there's a difference in us uh, in in speaking in those regards because uh, you touched, you know, motherland soil. I know. I, yeah, I heard you um, guys, you, didn't, you never been home. Never, never been to the islands. So it's a, it's an interesting, um, it's an interesting dynamic. Like I was saying, uh, and I feel like uh, the uh, at least being American and like living through this duality mm-hmm. of like always wanting to respect our culture and be a part of it, but also living so far away from it, being so far from home yeah. and um, living in 
assimilation of America um, really plays a huge part on why our music is the way it is. Um, we we moved over here and we directly latched on to hip hop um, because I was the first community, you know, the black and brown communities that actually accepted us when we got here yeah. to America. So um, I feel like just speaking on it, it's really interesting. Um, I want to talk about uh, your love of entertainment and uh, me hearing the song 90s Baby off of that project um, and how within the first minute you almost listed about 10 references uh, to the 90s and how um, overall you can find over like 20 references. Shout out to Bless Some Keys. Um, um, uh, shout out to Los as well for uh, an amazing track. Um yeah, I want to I want to talk about how entertainment um, influenced your lifestyle and how uh, we both we yeah. we banter back. You actually understand pop culture. You actually um, have a way around uh, entertainment in general. So I just wanted to hear your thoughts on that. Damn, bro. So as a kid, I, I was I'm that one kid that my mom always had to pull me away from the TV, you know, I'm too close to the TV. I'm one of those kids. I was one of those kids. Yes. Like, you know, get back up, you know, or you ruin your eyes, you go blind. I'm that nigga. Hell no, I'm finna watch this, mom. I'm in here. Man, 90s was a, man, 90s was a fun song. I don't know. Uh, some people take it like it was supposed to be a serious ass song, but I mean, I had a little fun writing that. Yeah, no. I had a little fun writing that. If you just listen to the, uh, Words running through the hood, and we still robbing. Find, uh, find the little tiny <laughs> references. In yeah, there. it was fun writing that. Man, I, uh, that nigga E had some blockbusters. The Bust your block up. One. Yeah, it was fun writing that one, bro. <laughs> Nick Sliming. Nick Sliming <laughs> was another one in there. The Magic School Bus. Yep. Yeah. The uh, bop it. The bop it. Twist it. Pull it. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you man, if you get, have you seen Between the Lines. Read, uh, read between the lines. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yep. Um, read between the liars. It's been a minute since I heard that one, though. What did I say? <laughs> I play it, but you guys get copyright for it, so. That's good. <laughs> Something like that. Between the lines, between the lines. That's really fun because you, uh, you're so amassed with entertainment in the general. You love basketball. You you uh you Are love you wrestling. Um, nah, bro. I'm not a man. I guess, bro. I get that a lot. Yeah, yeah. Do you who? Just because once they find out on Marcy's, because a lot of our people, who, yeah, that's a big thing in our, uh, you know. So they, they, you know, hella niggas will ask me if I hoop, and I just be like, nah, bro. I don't fucking do no sports. <laughs> I just be doing music. That's all I do. That uh, I mean, I play. I play for fun. Yeah, but I don't. Get competitive. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I don't like getting too competitive because I'm not filthy like that. I don't be playing. I like running, I guess. Yeah. That's it. Um, I was growing up in... Uh... Damn, I forgot my question. That's not even the weed. That's just... That's forgetfulness. Let's hope it comes back. <laughs> um, it never does. I really want to, uh, I really want to break down where your music journey started, um, because I understand how the inner workings of Trey Life is, but I'm really interested in uh, the first day you you started writing a song, the first time you listened to a beat. I know you were infatuated with Eminem, and you were growing up with so many artists around the time hearing it. But what what was the first day like when you actually picked up a pen and was like, I'm gonna write a song? Man, I I grew up in a, uh, a church. I grew up around church mm-hmm. uh, uh, as a kid. I was always in Sunday school uh, singing with the choir, you know, growing up in youth, singing with the choir for a little bit. And then I left, and then I stopped going to church. But then when I – first time I actually picked up a pen and wrote a song, it wasn't a rap. It was a – I used to sing. Right. Mm. I used to like singing, bro, low-key. I, I started singing before I even started rapping. And every I had a journal, and I always write songs. It, it, sometimes it'd be a verse, hook, or sometimes it'd be a full-ass song. Sometimes yeah. it'd be a cover of another song. It'd be always R&B. Always, nigga, I don't know why, but 
I don't know who's this girl that was that was always on my mind and I was always singing to, but she had like that whole journal filled up of songs. <laughs> like I always I had everything ready in that journal. And then I think the first time I wrote a rap was in I when I was in like seventh seventh grade. Yeah. And that's the first time I sat down and tried to rap. Uh, and then, yeah, um, around the time when that nigga Juno was uh, on his iPod, yeah. I was right there next to him, and right after he blew up off of his first song that he did off the iPod, we just started making making a, uh, making more songs, and then I think that was like 2013 yeah. or 12. Uh, I was going to ask you, what was it uh, like for you making uh, music in the cars? during that time period and just uh, finding that motivation within your brothers to keep going. Damn, bro. It was crazy. Like, sometimes, yeah, we, we sometimes we just recording on the road. We didn't have nowhere to park or, like, we didn't even know where to go, so we'd just be driving on the road while the nigga's in the back making the beat. Mm-hmm. Uh, that nigga Smooth's in the back making the beat. Juno's right next to him. Humming to him, telling him how to oh make the beat gosh. or how he wants to beat. Yeah, that's crazy. I'm in the front. I'm probably in the passenger seat, you know, drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, give him a hand clap for that, please. Please, please, please. That wow. To, to understand where the game at uh, is at right now and just hear those authentic musician stories is like you can't ask for anything more from from someone. Like, that is beautiful. I don't understand if people at home understand this, that, like, from where you guys are at right now. Came a long way. The team. Yeah. You guys are, like, a fortress. What's that feeling like? You said what? What's that feeling like just being recording from the car to now you guys just finished uh, building the the studio? What's that feeling like? It's a crazy feeling, bro. It's cool with a donkey. Mm. Like, I'll be... I'll be still looking at the studio like, damn. It's the first week. Yeah, I don't even know what to say. I'm like, damn, we came a long way. That's it. Mm. I don't need to cut you off. But I'm still, no, 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 no. I do have an old man disease on this pod, those, so I got to ask my questions when I got them right there. Those moments are just moments you sit back and let it breathe sometimes yeah. because you're right. Like, the journey that that started and where you guys are at today and it's not even halfway finished. Like it's nowhere near halfway finished. So it's like, Oh, you know, what's crazy. Oh, my bad. No, no, go ahead, please. But, uh, one time, man, um, those times we was recording in the car. We, man, we, at one time, bro, we actually recorded at a trap house (laughs) during a party. Niggas was having a party. I'm talking the hell of people in there and niggas smoke everywhere and niggas are smoking whatever and shit, yeah. drinking whatever. And, and he, here we are in the corner, bro, just our little group in the corner while everybody's, nigga, smooth already on his laptop. We got the mic st- uh, set up a little bit in the corner. And we're just over here recording while everybody's having this big-ass party, you know, just going back and forth. It was always work. Did you it end up playing work. any of the music at the party that night? Yeah, bro. We, while we, like, we were just really just recording it right when it was recorded. We played it, played it out loud. It was just just like that the whole night. Oh, that's fire. Crazy, bro. Damn. Man, that was a real dope-ass night, bro. I always remember that night. Um, so you guys have made music on your tape. Uh, what was that? What was it like bonding together and making music uh, for the first time uh, last year? What song was it? Sh- should, I, should I start it off? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Fuck, bro. That shit was crazy. That shit was crazy, bro. That shit was like... Honestly, crazy. I recorded Roni the first day. I I met that night. Cut that out. <laughs> My bad, bro. Well, anyways, Los Los and I we met like uh, we met that night, <laughs> and um, we're, he was he was like, man, you know, you got you got a really good sound, bro. I'm actually surprised uh, of what you recorded tonight because I've heard your stuff before and. It's nothing like you've recorded before. Mm-hmm. Did he and, call you trash before? Uh, no, not necessarily. Uh, not really. Oh. Not at all, honestly. Okay. Uh, this is what Trey Life did. If if you want the like point blank period statement, 
they they love my sound, but they were like, who's recording me? Mm, that's what it was. Mm, who who was. who isn't putting the love into Siva's mixes right now? Who isn't? Who is letting who, this nigga walk out the house like that? Right. Yeah. Who is letting him do that <laughs> all my life? Anyways, uh, I come a, a day later. Uh, uh, this is my second session uh, s- session, um, and um, uh, Los pulls up, and it's the beginning of my session, and we're playing this uh, the the beat to uh, "Don't Leave," uh, and th- we're playing it, and they're all like, "Man, this is crazy! Uh, you just said this uh, to us today. Uh, where, how are you gonna come on this? Like, you know?" Um, and you know, I spit my oh. shit, uh, and they're like, "Wait, what, bro? We play the beat." Uh, spit your shit And then um, Los was sitting there He was like bro I'm vibing to this bro Um, Am I wrong? Yeah No no You're not wrong bro That's that's how it happened Bro uh, Real organic Real organic um, Is a master at hearing a melody Or a tune Or or something Or a beat yeah. Something that he, he can hear He can hop on it And instantly Just start working that's how that's how hard he works. That's the work ethic he's put behind the artistry, and he like showed me that when we made "Don't Leave." That's one of my favorite songs on my project. You keep he, he keep, oh sorry you keep name dropping. You you said it. You said his name again. <laughs> you you're giving me a lot of edit editing to do, but that's okay. <laughs> swear to God, you did. Yeah, I said. I swear, I said low. So. No. <laughs> But it's good. Uh, I wanted to ask. Anyway, him, yeah, my bad, bro. I'm gonna I'm I'm be quiet for the next like. <laughs> so you're good, brother. We got no, we I'm control the airwaves. <laughs> you're Your whole microphone has its own recording, so it's yeah. easy to just yeah bleep you. Anywho, I wanted to ask about your fuck this nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing. I wanted to ask about that that approach to be able to just write to anything because I've been in the studio with you a few times making a bunch of stuff. And just your ability to catch a pocket and not let any particular beat or sound limit your creativeness. I want to know, like, how like how does that go about for you? Like, how does that happen? Damn, bro. Um, I don't know. I just try my best. Uh, sometimes, bro, I be hitting those. I, I feel like everybody hits those right of black moments. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Just if, even if it's only for, like, a few minutes or... You know, longer. Mm-hmm. For but, sure. You know, it, it's how hard you try to you know get back out of it. That's what I try to do if I'm if I'm going through it. I don't know. I guess it depends on the beat. I've uh, seen you write to the the whole thing that we that's in. The yeah, ball. he's really capping right <laughs> now. <laughs> I, I watched it on his I, ass. I watched him every beat that could <laughs> have a have like, bro. Don't give that to them, bro. This. Mm. <laughs> I can figure it out. <laughs> you don't gotta be modest. You like, you can write to anything. Yeah, that's fire. Be humble, but <laughs> you know? that's amazing, bro. I don't know if you realize, not, not a lot of people can do that. Like, that's an amazing like, like, tone setter. Like the fact that you inspire me when you the way you do that, it inspires me as an artist. I'm like, what the fuck? Los is is fucking killing it right now. Like he's he just spit a quick sixteen. And it takes me forever to write a sixteen. So it's like forever two days. Uh. <laughs> nah, bro, you inspired me when you was coming to the studio. You made like what I think it was like four songs and six songs under a month. What was it when you when your first project? Uh, we made it was damn near. Dumb. We made yeah, or the first three weeks I made like six. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I was like, damn, bro, I'm I'm slacking, I'm slacking. This new nigga. This nigga making me look like a rookie. Hell no. That is really interesting to hear because. Book my time. (laughs) time, When he leaves, I'm coming in. Smooth, I'm in here for the next six hours. This nigga. Yeah, bro, that was dope, man. You you really pushed me that month. I was like, fuck. Gotta get on my A game. Forget. I forget that there's. I've been doing it. It feels like I've been doing it for, you know, a while. Yeah. I feel like I've, since 2012 or 13, you know, he's always been writing, and making songs, and trying to come up with new stuff. I feel like being being in that type of mindset that whole time. It just I feel like I forget sometimes how hungry I was. Mm. You know. Yeah. 
And then seeing other people like you come out of nowhere and, and do six just like that off the bat just reminds me like, damn, bro, I wish I had that. Like, did I lose it? Like, I want that back. I know I miss that hunger. Mm-hmm. I see it around everybody now. This year, everybody's blowing up. Everybody's mm-hmm. doing whatever. Coming out with music videos left and right. Yeah. Like, damn, bro, everybody's got that hunger right now, and I need it back. Mm-hmm. feel like I'm getting, I got too a little too used to it, or I don't know. I, you need to just remind yourself that yeah. you, you can go bar for bar for yeah. anybody. <laughs> I need to, yeah, I sit down and I remind myself sometimes. Like, That's good, though. It's good as an artist Holy to, like... Holy shit, bro. I'm, I'm sorry. I don't need to cut off. Cut me off, nigga. Uh, fuck what I was talking about. That, <laughs> that is crazy to hear, bro. You, like, you embody this work ethic that I admire. Mm. Like, your work I've seen, and just by meeting you, even if I didn't know you beforehand, mm. me witnessing what you do on a weekly basis and just being around you, like I feel that hunger. I feel it so much. It it like is the reason why I was like, you guys are my family now, Mm. you know, that's crazy. Like you were the first one to open up to me when, uh, like outside of smooth within the group outside of keys, you know, sometimes when you're a new person, you think, Oh, that's supposed to happen. People before, you know, Sorry. I understand that, but in the inner workings of that group and, like, Trey Life, that's a business thing. No, I was really just talking shit. Get your shit off. No, uh, I just hold that dear to my heart. Like, Los really accepted me and, like, was like, let's make music together. That's right. And, um, like, I, I really admire that. Appreciate yeah. um, Your openness, openness to work. I also wanted to bring up the fact that when you were working on... The song with uh, Kajan. Let me know if that's uh, something we should keep under wraps. But uh, that that was something. That was no, that was that was some. What the fuck, bro? That lit a fire under my ass. Like, like, wow. I ain't gonna that's lie. That was a song. tough one. That was a tough. One. That was a tough one. That was a tough one for me, man. Because you two are assassins. Like, wow. <laughs> I got like assassins. I, 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 I guess, man, I, I'm not used to rapping that slow. Mm. I, that's something I gotta work on. Yeah, like when it starts slowing down, and I gotta take my time with the words. Yeah, yeah, that's when I, I, you know, I get a little uncomfortable. Yeah, I feel like I slow down. Voice control, huh? Yeah. yeah. Damn, I wish I wish that song was out so I could just like really like the people Play would know. Right now. Uh, nah, that's like, what's cool about groovy tapes. <laughs> yeah, we control the airwaves. It's, um, nah, but we know. <laughs> <laughs> we know. Yeah. Um, during those those couple of sessions, I was curious uh, how having another rapper uh, pushed you in that in that session particularly. Like, did did working with Kajan like elevate uh, how you do anything or did you take anything away from having someone else that I would, I would put you like uh, on the same level as far as being able to rap and like put bars together and just really be able to spit and construct like music. Yeah, bro. I took stuff from K John even before he came. Mm. I listened to his song. Um, was that do say Don? Mm-hmm. That song. Oh, I listened to that all day when it came out. Like, I, before he even came to the studio, I listened to that song over again and just try to, you know, try to, you know, get on his level on that, you know, as far as his wordplay and all that. Yeah. And the way he slowed down his words and all that. And then when he came to the studio and they played the beat and he started going off on his thing, I was like, damn. All right, let me go back and edit, edit this. <laughs> let me go back and fix this or add this. Yeah. Because, man, he was really making me work. He made me work that yeah. day because... I'm not used to uh, being. That was the first time I had, you know, another lyricist like that. Yeah. In the in the you know in the same mm-hmm. song. Yeah. The same yeah. song. So damn yeah hell yeah he definitely pushed me bro that night. It was crazy. That was amazing. That was an amazing atmosphere to be in. Just just watching you even both times it was it was just it was so dope to just see you guys play off each other and just have that uh, music commodity. Oh, I, I butchered that word. That music cohesiveness, mm-hmm. um, just going back and forth and, and you setting the tone and starting it and then him just coming right after and just keeping the same just vibe and the hunger. It's it just like it, 
that's one of my favorite songs. Um, Thank you. You know, I can't wait to share that with the people. But um, I wanted to ask you how, when you make your own music for your own project, how does uh, getting the song structure as far as, like, the music when you're working with Smooth, how does that go on? Just because I know you can write to anything, but telling your own story is kind of different. Mm. Yeah, I like to take a lot of time when I'm when I'm writing mine. Mm. Like, I can't, most of the time I can't write at the studio. Mm. I, I, I have to tell Smooth, you know, just give me the beat and I'll go home. Because I like to be, like, in my room quiet with just the beat playing, like, no other distractions. Yeah. Where I'm really just sitting there. I'll probably sit there all day just because I'll probably come out. I won't just write one verse. I'll probably just write, I'll probably write three different ways how I want to attack the verse. Mm. And then and whatever, which, whatever one I, I'm most comfortable with, I'll go with it. Mm. You know? And I just, you know, that's that's how I go about yeah. coming up with a song or whatnot. It's crazy, but I, t- I like to take a lot of time, a lot of time. That's it. What's the What's the longest time it's made uh, to, taking you to write a song um, to actually write it and then be comfortable with going in the booth and sharing it? Shit. Uh, probably ugh. a few days, bro. Mm. Days, I forgot. I forget what song it was. It was either "Life in a Way" or "15." Mm. I don't know if you heard that one. Uh, it hasn't came out yet. Nope. There's a lot of those. I haven't heard of, uh, but I know you heard "Party mm. Fire." Mm. Oh, All fifteen again. Yeah, fifteen. When she fell in love. Yeah. That one. That yes. One, that one is. That, that took one. really long to yeah. you to yeah. orchestrate? Yeah. It took a while. Yeah. It's personal. It's, it's real. It's speaking. F- or if I remember correctly, it was speaking from your love at 15? Or was it? I think you got the one with the high school girl mixed up. With oh, I one. do. Excuse me, sorry. <laughs> uh, but this one is about a, you know a girl that falls in love at an early age, and then later on in life she starts to you know notice that maybe she fell in love too early. Mm. Shit is starting to fall apart. You know, mm-hmm. it ain't right. And then the second verse, you know, it goes off of the dude's point of, uh, point of view. Mm. Like he fell in love too early. You know, he he gave up a lot of stuff, and then she is starting to fall apart later on. That's in life. fire. Yeah. That's what that's on. So yeah, bro, it took a while. It took a while to write that one because I really had to sit down and think about it. Like, you know, who who have I been around mm. throughout my whole life that I've seen this story. happen to? Yeah. That I've seen this happen to. Might have been somebody that's older than me. Might have been somebody younger. Somebody yeah. that's going through it right now. Yeah, I, and I just put it all together, like mm. to tell that story. That's amazing. Again, like, have you? Um, ever like wrote screenplays or anything like that have you uh thought about directing because the i've even the song with um the first song we made uh and the just the perspective that you were able to tell with that r&b artist um banger oh yeah uh even the story <laughs> see how i tried to sauce it uh even the even the story even even being able to tell that story and just show different perspective of um, a man's trials and tribulation and then telling how he would have felt uh, what with what his woman was doing. I, I just think that you should uh, write screenplays if you haven't write, wrote screenplays. I don't know, bro. I've never thought about it. I've never thought about that. Maybe. I don't know how, how well I would do, but I, you know, I'll try it. I think you'd be amazing because just even telling that um, – with limiting the amount of detail about the song, you just explained you created a picture in my brain. So that'd be dope to just tell that story in like longer format and just be able to tell different perspectives. Because if you do it as a lyricist, it, it'd be dope to do it in like 30 mm. minutes or like 45 minutes. Well, man, that's what the music videos are for. Mm. That's why I wanted party. I, I'm waiting on party. I'm sitting on that song mm. until we can get all the stuff that we need for that song. Yeah. And I even wanted like people in high school back my you know old friends old buddies that had a you know love for acting mm. in drama class or whatnot you know hit them up and be like you know can you 
through this, you know, it not only helping us with our music stuff, but it, you know, gives you a chance to showcase something that you love or mm. used to love. And man, I was gonna tell that whole story in one three minute song. Like, I want that that music video to basically be a movie, mm. a little skit. I can't wait. That's that one's gonna be fire. <laughs> I'm hoping, bro. I'm just waiting for the schools to open. Mm. Did you really hit the weed in '90s, baby? I seen you hit the blunt. Yeah, was that bro, fake weed? I had, I had was that fake weed? I had a little. I don't know what it was. I think it was a joint. It looked like a little roach. You had a joint and a blunt. You know what? I was so fucked up. I don't remember. You know, I didn't even know I smoked until that video came out. <laughs> you see, you were like, okay, let me see. I was like, hold on. Wait, is, is that, that a blunt? Hey, who the fuck? <laughs> Everybody was like, yeah, bro, you smoked that day. I was like, oh, hell no. I wonder why I was fucked up. Have you, um, have you never, like, not smoked your entire life, or did you stop and you just haven't? Yeah, I, I smoked. Yeah, I smoked. Oh, okay, I just, okay. I, I don't yeah. really smoke like that. It takes, like, a special special occasion. I feel that, smoke. yeah. Okay. Because I'll be too hot. I'll be stuck. I know that. Feeling. I don't know how you guys do it, man. It's, uh, well, you we be stuck, too. If, oh, if, <laughs> for sure. If that's not evident now, episode thirty-eight, that we don't be stuck off the weed. We be stuck. I don't know. I don't. Know, you guys be off of that magical woo-ha. Like oh we just God. fight through the stuckness. I've been smoking weed for so long that it's just like it'll just like some part of my brain will think of something and then continue talking. Yeah. Like at this point, we were smoking weed when people thought we were like satanic worshippers and like. Oh, no. Um, Niggas stop fucking with us. Yeah, we people weed. friendships fall out, yeah, fell out because we were smoking weed. Not all you square smoking it weed. A, it's just like For an activity real. that we did as like you know as brothers as friends. Like mm-hmm. um, we would get too high though. We were cartoon smokers though. Like <laughs> like there's a, like I don't blame all the people for not like smoking weed with us because we were like like we would buy like a half ounce of smoke it in that day like within. Oh, yeah. A kick it session would be like, like six hours. 14, yeah. 13. At like three in the afternoon. Yeah. yeah. Like literally, Leaving like school. they they would go, like they would smoke and I would come over to see him later and he would be knocked out and I would like be knocking on the door. Good like sense. literally like knocking out. <sighs> Could not hear a damn thing. Like comatose. Oh, Weed shit. comatose. <laughs> um, yeah, y'all are the real deal. <laughs> Yeah, it's a funny um it's it's funny to look back on because of how like normalized it is now and how like we've been we've been pre- preaching those like benefits and like you know just being open hearted and open minded to like you know this type of substance because you know everybody has their substances and stuff like that. It's just like Seattle had the access people don't realize like bro there's weed everywhere in the streets of Seattle at any moment of history. We've had weed before. You motherfuckers was all like, "Everywhere, should, should we pass the Senate for weed or something?" We were no, smoking weed long yeah, before bro. That, that like, was yeah. dope. Yeah. And so, sure. so just being around that community and like realizing that people think we're like all about the substance, when in reality, it brought us together in the fact that that activity was like, "Oh, we both like smoking weed, but I love hanging out with these people all the time." We just also happen to smoke weed. It was like that's how we normalized it. Mm. Um, it's Is really funny. I feel like yeah, that's not a lie. Bro. We we brings people together. We weren't oh, facts. we weren't like we were dealing with a lot growing. Everybody deals with a lot. I don't think we were going to like towards the area of like substance abuse or no. something. Oh, like true. That. No. To where we're like we are dependent on it. To where we're like oh bro Corey bro let me hold like five right okay. now so I can get a oh, Nick, Nicky bro. That. Like, like no, we we got it by our means. We got it because we had our own money. You know, we had you know. Corey had a job lot long well before like, and he was all like, "Bro, I'm just gonna we're gonna smoke good duty. We're gonna smoke good duty." And I literally got a job to smoke weed and smoke good weed because there was a point where the weed game was like, you gotta have there's this weed. You got there's this weed or there's this weed. Mm. And we want this weed yeah, all the time. Yeah, oh I can't God. be smoking down here. Shout, uh, shout out to them old days. Man, to them old days. I miss here when we... Genesee was Genesee. Uh, I, I had a question for you. Uh, I wanted to get your breakdown on the future of Federal Way. 
and how you feel it's uh, coming to coming to be because you're part of our age group. We're getting older, and we're ma- we're paving ways. You're paving ways. So how do you feel about where the direction Federal Way is going? Because I love to see how many people are like Fetty Town repping. Mm-hmm. I'm not Tacoma. I'm not Seattle. I'm not Tequila. I'm Federal Way, and I love to see that. So what are your thoughts? Man, it's cool. Uh, you talking about the city itself? City itself. Because um, downtown Federal Way is be- is huge now. Yeah. There's a lot more people nowadays. There's a downtown that. federal. Way. I mean, the commons area I is getting it, way that's bigger. What I call it, that's what I call Bro, it. Bro, it's, it's like the commons just used to be like the theater, yeah, yeah. Patterson's West, like yeah. the laser tag. Yeah. Um, it's getting way more bigger now. There's a lot of stuff huge. getting built. It's huge now, bro. I just call Federal Way Federal Way, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, put me off. There's a lot of where that Wendy's was across the street from the mall. They just cleared that whole area out. It's all just gravel right now, I think. I don't know what they plan on building over there, but they're doing a lot of they're tearing up the streets, the roads right now, re, uh, redoing them. Uh, I heard they're trying to extend the light rail from, from uh, what's it, uh, by the airport, yeah, Angle yeah. Lake to all the way down. Yeah, yeah, Federal Way and then to Tacoma. That's yeah, that's gonna be crazy. Yeah, that's gonna be hella crazy. The light rail got by the time we're in our like mid thirties, the light rail will literally be everywhere. You can go from here, hopefully to like Spokane on the light rail. That would be ideal. Um, because I Vancouver, they're literally gonna connect all the you know cities. I hope I live long enough to see that shit. I just wish they would like would have done it for us, you know, like these communities, not the communities that are like, you know, like Amazon and Google and like all the white people came in and they were like, oh, we need transportation. And it's like we've been needed transportation for so long, you know, facts. I I definitely agree with that because especially in all our communities, Mm -hmm. just being underfunded. Yeah. Shit's crazy. You guys are getting a lot of stuff taken out. Mm. Yeah, this whole uh, every time we drive through this neighborhood that we're in, uh, all the homies go like, "Damn, this wasn't there. This wasn't there." Yeah. Uh, Tavares goes like, "This I I don't even recognize this. It, it's kind of crazy. Uh, it's kind of crazy to live here, have lived here long enough to really see shit change. Yeah. Like really, like none of this existed, and and none of it felt like this. And like I don't know." It's like everywhere. I don't know what the fuck the idea is because if you kick out locals, you lose the local feel, and then everything is trash. Yeah, true. And if you don't want your city to be trash, stop fucking replacing locals with strangers who don't give a fuck about where they live. Yeah. They'll move in the five years, two years, three years. Yeah. You know, where they're moving to where the money is. You shouldn't invest. You should take their money and put it in the people who, like, love the city and, you know, build the sports team, go to events, like, all those shit, and then, you know, recycle and finesse. But, yeah, it's it's kind of weird. It's really disgusting, and I wish it would just rain more so people would fucking leave again. Because <laughs> when it was raining here all the time... No one wanted to come. No one wanted to live here. Now it's pollution like a motherfucker, and <laughs> niggas is sliding because we... Oh, it's hot. Fucking wildfires it's every so, year. Fucking... If you've lived here long enough, you know it's not supposed to be this fucking warm this early. It should be pouring. It should be fucking ugly outside until, like... Mid May and then it's end just of May. Pop. Really, first week of June. Really, is when it's ah. yeah, that's that's old Seattle. But if you haven't lived here long enough, you don't know about you don't know about the real rain. But I miss I miss that. I've lived here long enough to be like, oh, pollution is like crazy. It should not be this. It should not be this nice this early. Like, it's anyways. Be- um, no, you're good. That's you're good. <laughs> what are some of your like favorite spots or favorite memories um, in Federal Way, like growing up and stuff? The movie theater, oh, nice. the, the, the two dollar one. Yeah, they mm-hmm. just teared that down. Damn, sickening. Yeah, and that was a main attraction, bro. Yeah, I was. I remember when it went from fifteen, fifteen bucks, and just kept going down over the years until it got to. Known as the two dollar movie theater, mm-hmm. everybody like, well, yeah, the two dollar movie theater. <laughs> no, we'll go over there, two dollars. You'll see a movie like a month ago. You know, on t- yeah, and uh, it, it was cool though. Yeah, and then on Tuesdays it was a dollar. Oh shit! <laughs> so nigga, even way better if you just. I ain't gonna lie, man. I take I, I've taken a couple girls over there <laughs> just, to, just to you know, and then it was down bad. 
Nigga was down bad, but you know I could go see a good. So movie. gonna take you to the movies. Yeah, no, but if you're not rocking with Los at any time, like, are you truly rocking? Like, come on now. This is what I love. I love this two dollar movie. You better rock with this two dollar movie. <laughs> In the mall, bro. The mall. Nice. The SeaTac Mall. Uh, mm. Now it's known as the Commons. Mm. That mall. It, there ain't nobody going through that mall anymore. Not how it was back in the day. It's pretty much empty. Ghost know. town. But I like it. I like it way better than going to South Center, bro. I don't know why. Okay. I just don't like hella people like walking. Like I'm, I'm, I'm good walking into the Commons because I can go in there with my pajamas and some <laughs> and, and some flip flops and mm-hmm. still go get what I need. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not give a fuck what I look like. You know, because yeah, I was. I was walking over here on my life, just walking through that mall. So it's, you know, it feels like home. Mm-hmm. We'll sit in the middle of the, uh, where the couches are set up and catch my Wi-Fi. That was me <laughs> backpacking it. I miss going to the mall all day and just being in the mall all day. Mm. If I had a party to go to that night, you know, it was popping. Get ready, go through the Macy's. Get the sample, uh, the colognes. Dug <laughs> it out. Just walk right out. <laughs> that route. It was free, too. It was free. You know, yeah. so samples, the samples, but I just oh wanted to get some real quick. That's hella swears. I used yeah. to love the mall lifestyle, but, like, I was so, I was so broke back then. Like, That's what I'm saying. I really didn't have my own buck, so. Yeah, me neither. Being there, being there, even though we were kicking out of my brothers and everything. Yeah. I just would walk around and feel some type of way, because I wasn't, like, so grateful for my family for clothing me and everything. I, I did have hand-me-downs, but, like, just being in that, like, area, it was like, man, everyone's so fresh. Everyone's so dippy. Like, everyone, like, I, I can't walk into a store without, like, being able to buy nothing. And I was like, fuck. I think that kind of, like, drove me, like, to be like, ugh. I want to go to the mall and cash out. I want to mm-hmm. go, go shop. I want to go get some nice shit all the time. Yep, yep. Um, is Redondo overrated? Because oh, it's beautiful. Legendary. But people be trying to say it's re- overrated. And I'm like, no. Redondo is kind of beautiful. Redondo Beach? Redondo Beach. Fe- fed way. Man, I I don't think it is. I mean, fuck, I love going over there. We always stay. We stay going over there during the summer. Like, during, like, that's the place everybody will link up after, you know, we get uh, the bars closed. Yeah. The bars closed. got nowhere else to go. Redondo. Park everybody park and and the cops sometimes you know most of the time that that whole summer or like they already know we're drinking they yeah. just usually drive by make sure there's no you know craziness crazy shit yeah <laughs> but they know we're drinking so they'll just you know drive by once if it's cool they'll just you know like, keep it going keep it going and that was the spot bro that was the spot everybody would just pull up and have their last finish their last cases <laughs> smoke their last bit of weed and be hella niggas out there during the summer. I love it. I love it, man. I don't do much walking on the docks, though. I'm usually mm-hmm. there drunk on the on the road. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty. I've never. I, I've spent so much time where we shot that video. Uh, were you there for that video? Don't worry. Yeah. No, I wasn't there. Yeah, but th- that top area. Yeah. The road. Yeah, that's where I'm usually at. We're usually at just drinking. Never. I barely touched the sand over there. Now that I think. About Yeah, I, just, I don't think it's overrated though. Though, if you were asking me, <laughs> do you? Hell no, that shit is fire as fuck. Do you you seen the sunset at Redondo? Yeah, they be dope. I cannot remember this beach, so don't, don't ask me. <laughs> okay, I, I've literally been sitting here mm-hmm. just like trying to figure it out, trying to figure it out. I've seen it. Take on your a face. day, <laughs> <laughs> take a day, bro. It's Go beautiful, just like just like uh, Lo said, bro. Like. It is it is perfect it is perfect vibe to just be around and your I'm people. Always, drunk I'm, always, I'm just waiting for the moment or for Facts. the time for to take a boat out there. <sighs> oh, nice. You guys ever taken a boat out no. to the no. water? No, I'm scared of the water. No. Every uh, every water point I grew up. Uh, <laughs> that's crazy. That's you too. Scared, yeah. yeah, I'm bro. When I was a kid uh, back home in the islands, I fell off a boat in the oh. middle of the ocean. <laughs> That's oh my god! Terrifying. Yeah, that's how it started. Traumatized. Hell I got yeah, scared. I got traumatized, bro. We, I'm yeah. sorry. We've all had. I, I think us three. Yeah. I don't know about you, Solana. Mm-hmm. We've had tra- traumatizing water experiences. I mean, I've been like pushed down under the waves and stuff, but I would. I've gotten back up, and mm-hmm. 
I didn't. Like, I didn't learn after. I've that. always been a good swimmer, so. That's man, you're lucky. You're one yeah. of the lucky ones because I, I learned. Didn't, really I didn't learn young. how to swim until '09. Mm. After that, mm. I, I I was never trying to get into the water. Bro. Yeah. After that. Yeah, my mom put me in swimming lessons right after our uncles died. I was like, this is kind of traumatic. <laughs> you, know what's, you know what made it even more tra- uh, traumatizing, nigga? The boat was going like this, right? Oh and I was in the back. And I was with my uncle and my, my old man. And, nigga, they didn't know that I fell. Oh, oh my God. Until they got, like, oh my goodness. <laughs> like a few ways away, bro. Like, I was really just watching That's them. That's not funny. I watched them. Like Nemo. <laughs> I watched them. Like, I was... I, I just, I'm sorry. <laughs> I know I was just fucking crying, bro. Just oh, my God. Like, I thought these niggas was going to leave me, bro. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. At my far away distance, I seen them. But, I mean, of course they were going to see you. See, yeah. you know, see that you yeah. But that's what made it so traumatizing. Yeah. Me. I bet. I bet. That, that made me but that's the middle of the ocean, Marshall yeah. Island, yeah, South bro. Pacific. Yeah, yeah. I really thought somebody was, something was going to, like, yeah. pull me down. South Pacific, I might be wrong. Thank God you're here. Bro. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm over here falling off of kayaks in, in, inside inside rapids. Yes. You got you got you got That's Corey scary. getting pulled under yeah. motherfucking waves, waking up think, on the beach later. I don't think you've told that story on the pod yet. The rapid, the, the, ra- the rafting one? story. Yeah. No, I don't oh, think the rapid. I went to I went to a. Uh, it was not technically like a Christian camp, but it was like our coach who was a pastor. He was like, "Bro, let's go, let's go to this, let's go camping," and at the end of this, uh, our senior year, so. Uh, we went camping and it was called Peak Seven. We basically did like water sports on the Wenatchee River. Wenatchee fire. River is fat and like yes, it's fire as fuck. This happened on like the fourth day, so that almost the day before we left. Mm-hmm. Um, we're on, uh, we're going uh, kayaking, and this is like a three mile kayak. Um, three, three, like um, some crazy, none crazy. Um, the last rapid was like a mile long. Oh. Um, and that's the rapid I fell in. Oh my gosh! So me and my partner, shout out to Daisuke, I love you, brother. We made it out that rapid alive and well. Um, <laughs> Let me give Dice's applause Um Basically, at the top of the rapid, uh, this last rapid, we're over here. Ooh, ah, Rowan. Um, the last rapid, a mile long. At the top of it, there's like the water's going over this rock. In this rock, we get caught on with our uh, kayak. And basically, the wave's force is pushing us to tip over. And basically, my kayak tipped over at the top of the um, rapid. And I fell face first into the rapid. And basically, this is like like clear water. Mm -hmm. And I'm seeing like I open my eyes within the rapid. I hit myself on a rock. And then all I see is like basically rocks, trees, like sharp trees and shit and like debris everywhere and like more rocks and clear water. So I'm like, okay, this is the last rapid. And that split uh mine like split second, I like I don't really lock up my body, but I put my arms over like my major organs and like I go like this. So like I'm covering my heart yeah. and I'm covering my side so I don't get stabbed or like I fucking Fucking hit my head, bonk. Hella smart. Bonk my head on a on a big ass rock. So essentially, I fell into a a, a rapid. I almost died. I I promise you, there was like this thirty foot tree that was sticking out this way, and I feel like I was going fast enough to where I could like impaled on a branch. And I was like, whoa! I was like really like waving it, and I was like, oh, got up at the end of the rapid. I was not the same. Uh, uh, bro, senior year, bro. I was like, I was about to turn eighteen, bro. That's crazy. I was like, yup, I'm lit. We about to go kayaking. We went white river rafting. We uh came home and told this story was traumatized. No, yeah, <laughs> like no, I was concussed. That'll do it, nigga. That'll like do it. that'll do it. It was crazy. I never looked. Uh, I mean, I do kind of look at water differently now, but I'm like fucked up in the head, and I'm like. I'm like, bro, I'm Islander. I'm not supposed to be scared of water. I'm not supposed to be scared. You know, my people, my people fucking navigated these oceans before anybody. You feel me? Like, we was on the ocean. I am the ocean. Like, you know, like, or, but it was a river. And the, the mountain river fucked me up. Wenatchee fucked me up. Sorry. Long story short, you guys. You're good. You're not, you're not a river. You are an ocean. So, you gotta stay in big water. I feel it. It's fucking crazy, nigga. Los, man. 
tell us about what you about, uh, what you've been working on. What you're excited for for 2021? Man, I wanna I wanna hit the stage. Mm. Can't wait for that to start popping off when niggas can actually go out. I think they can now, right? Yeah, there's like small shows. Yeah, small depending on what city you are in. If you're in the south, the shows have been open. Yeah, niggas already got like full packed. Yeah, they they back in. Texas is full capacity. Everything. Yeah, I can't wait to start performing, bro. I only did it once. That time when Juno was telling you that we had a we had one in Seattle and well, he had one in uh, Central Ave. Yeah, that one was the first one that we did. What was that like was for lit. you? It was dope. I was I was lit. Who DJ? Uh, I I forget his name. Some some white dude from Everett. That's cool. I forgot his name. Oh, hopefully this white dude from Everett. So, so he fucked up on Smooth Song though. Then oh, he was like, <laughs> "This nigga was supposed to do some type of drop. Yeah, and fucked around and went backwards on on the song. And mm. this nigga Smooth was already ready to do some crazy shit on that drop. And this nigga looked backwards, just kept doing his song. It's like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> that shit happened to uh, Tone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At, at our uh, underground, it was like this underground basement show. Um, Hot. Yeah, I know yeah, bro. He turned around. <laughs> what the fuck, bro? And then, and then the song played, and then we we, we went crazy. Yeah, yeah. We was like, I'll be talking on, on the <laughs> It was crazy. Speaking of Tony, I was just with him last night. Yeah, yeah. that nigga has some fire. He's been slow. working. Baby. That's another one you got to keep your eye out for, bro. Keep a lookout for a Slum Baby Tone. Slum Baby Tone. That nigga's. I think he's got like how many now? Eight, nine. He's, he's Sounds about player. right. Yeah, he's and they're all nice. He just oh. came up with one last night that was dope. Tone's fire. This nigga sounds like I ain't gonna lie. This nigga reminds me of like Greedo. Mm. Yeah. The way he the way he was doing his song last night, you would think oh, that shit. was Greedo's <laughs> little brother. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> it sounds like that. That's filthy. Whoa, man. Three oh three. Trey life, Los. That's a crazy lineup. Man, I'm excited for you. I'm excited for what you're bringing to the world because a lot the world needs more, more people like us, mm. representing and 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 you know lend lend the the kids, the girls and boys at home, know that you know they're able to do it. I yeah, mean, there's a lot of um, same. I keep hearing the same sound these days, especially um, here, yeah. Washington. It's a, it's hard to find somebody that stands out. Because uh, there's a lot of niggas that do the same type of songs. I feel like I don't know how you guys feel about it, but I most of the time I hear the same sound. Yeah, that's why when I heard uh, Tone did his shit, I, I I don't hear you don't hear that from yeah, Washington that. rappers. You don't or, hear or Juno. I don't hear nobody else that sound like Juno in Washington. No, so the, Tone's there. Like, Tone yeah, got flavors. Yeah, you, that's why you know when I whenever I catch somebody with a different sound, bro, I'm locked in. Locked in because I hear too much of the same stuff nowadays. It'd be nice to get somebody with a different sound. And I'm hoping I can find my <coughs> own. I'm still trying to find my own. Yeah. Because right now it's a mix of all the stuff that I grew up around and yeah. all the stuff I've heard. Just right now, I'm just taking all the artists I grew up with and it's just a mix of all of them. But once I get that mix right, it's going to be my own. Mm. That's what I'm going to do. I'm gonna give that a round of applause. Fuck yeah. Y'all are doing time to do it. Be yelling? No, you're gonna be yelling. Okay. I just, I'll be trying to make uh, make up storylines. If it, just uh, tap me on the head if it's ever like. Why would I? You know, people can see. You're like, monk. (laughs) Are you going crazy? You think you're nasty? You, you you think you're nasty at 2K and UFC? Oh my goodness! And and, and, and video games? You think you're good? Yeah, Why does sound like an interrogation? I'm ass. Because he whooped my ass the other night. Oh, so you're Did not me good. bad. You're not good. Not by much. It was it was a close game. game. Till the fourth quarter, I was like, "Wow, my basketball team is really choking right now." Anyway, oh, you were yeah because you're coach. Yeah. yeah, I know. Coach Steven did not pull up. But you think you're nasty? I think I'm okay. Okay. I think I'm all right. We'll see. 
We'll see you on the future game show. We'll see you on the future game show. Hard to beat him. Who? Tavares. Ooh. Ooh. All right, it's my, nah, it's just my paw. Oh. Well, you've been grooving with the South. This is KWJT. We got Los in the building. Solana, Corey, CJ, Tavares. Come on.